0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Endless Cells podcast, our first ever post match reaction live to the game of Celtic versus Ross County. Joined by Ross and Francis, how are you both?
1: Oh, Apoplectic,
0: but equally pleased. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> a lot, a lot of things to discuss again, but we we spoke about it last night. I mean, how close by the way. Was my prediction to come in true when I said hypothetically, what if Ross County get a penalty kick that never was and we don't recover, and it nearly, yeah. nearly happened <laughs> By all ball? We we got the winning goal. We, we were we were on top for most of that game. But again, in the comments, we were already filled up with people. Stubbsy's horse. He made it. Kaisers in. Ryan Kelly's in. John's in. Danny Boys in. Comments were flying, and we're going to discuss the the elephant that's in many rooms, including these ladders behind me to help <laughs> Rangers climb back up the table. So they are, but uh do you know what I mean? They're, it's VARs and absolute shambles. But before we get into, uh Ross coming to you first, buddy. Um two one victory, a game. I mean, I kind of expected last night but we would win comfortably, but it didn't turn out like that. And as we always say, <coughs> games like that make champions. Banovic and Turnbull, two two goals. Two, well, the scrappy from Turnbull, a that they brilliant play. But it's just good to get the victory. Get into this break.
2: Nine points were on Clyde. Nine were clear. It's, it's outstanding. It, I actually forgot Rangers were playing the early kick-off the day Franny reminded me when St Man went up 1-0. But I think that's... Since Vars came in... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think we've won Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave, leave this place
0: alone. It's, it's a sanctuary of
2: love. Uh, no, but correct me if I'm wrong here... Uh, since Vars came in, I think other than maybe one game, we've, we've won every game by the odd goal. Yeah. And other than aye. the the game against Hearts, they've been comfortable, pretty comfortable wins. Uh we've dominated the game. You look at the St. John'son game. In fact, was this, was that in was Vars in when St. John'son? Not wasn't he?
1: Thanks, I think
2: that was in maybe. No, wasn't but... it. So, aye. Talks right there, but uh, you you look at that. We've won them by an odd goal, but we've won them comfortably all the time. And it was the same the day again, comfortable win, even though it was by an odd goal. Yeah. But it's no coincidence that we've won these games comfortably by an odd goal, and it's to do with VAR. Like yeah. if VAR wasn't in, we'd win these games comfortably, and it wouldn't be a, be by an odd goal. Now, we're probably going to go into the decision, so I'll leave that to now. Um, but we've won the game. We've played not not to our levels, but better than the last two games. Controlled the game. I think on the face of it, Kyogo, not got a problem with him. I thought he played pretty well today. But I think that game was, the way it was shaping up, in the first half, I thought it was more a Jacka game, and yeah. we needed to get Jotto in the park. But regardless of that, and didn't he do that? He's a Celtic manager. I'm not for a reason, and we still came out with the three points.
0: Hundred percent. I think you're right. Allude to the fact that in the first half there was a lot of wasted crosses, especially from Ralston, and at the right hand side, especially there was a lot of wasted opportunities getting into the box and trying to get it in quick. For you would. For Franny, for, I mean, for example, Jack and Marcus probably would have attacked a few of them balls himself with a head like, but I mean, you look at the game in a whole. and Ross, you're right in the fact that it's been comfortable. Although, to be fair, already admitted today, and as obviously as post match, it wasn't obviously the best looking game, a lot of decisions and stuff like that. And I love this week, coach saying they can't stop us anyway, so it's all right. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, referring to the VAR, but uh, yeah, 2 1, nine points clear. I mean, do you know, what I mean, that's a, that's a great looking table at the moment to go into this World Cup with.
1: Well, I said to my dad that if we won our three games uh, leading up to the the World Cup, that we would be clear. I didn't think we'd be nine points clear. I thought Rangers would only drop points in one game, but just shows you that they dropped it in in two games. And I think when, uh, <laughs> I think the, key, the the key thing is obviously like when <laughs> Rangers did drop points uh, earlier on the day, you're going to that <coughs> game knowing we've got a chance to extend our lead and. Uh, it's sometimes you get games like the day when you've got that chance to extend your lead and put it like seven points is pretty comfortable, I think, the way we're we're playing in the how Rangers are playing. But to be nine points, it's I know it's only two, but it just it looks a lot better. It's it's essentially three defeats that you're three defeats to their three wins that you're you're looking at. Uh, I know. And so it's always it's it's key just to get the three points in days like the day. We said that after the Harps game, we said that after uh, Dundee United and, and things like that when they had dropped points that these are the games that won you championships. That's been a massive two weeks that we've taken really right advantage of them dropping points. So it's it's all good, Stephen. It's 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 scrappy ish game. But we showed composure. I think the two goals, I think I don't think Tumbles goals Tumbles goals anything but scrappy for me. But we'll, we'll get into that. I think the two goals are really, really good goals. Nobody seems to snatch it anything, but Aye, uh, nine points clear,
0: Stephen. Fantastic. When I said scrappy, I mean to kind of go back to what I meant. I meant real <laughs> bit, bit of play was excellent, and like Turnbull getting that finish through the legs from mm-hmm. uh, the other keeper who thought again had a, a great game for Ross County. But you mentioned the lunchtime game. uh Franny, and he's right in, in a way, Ross, because you let that kind of slip <coughs> into your mindset. The Dave draw points by the way. <laughs> I mean, it should have been uh, three points dropped. If we're honest here, I don't think that was a penalty kick that they should have received. I've watched it back in numerous occasions, and your man's went in for the tackle. He's moved his leg back again just at the final moment when when Kent has is, is fallen over his foot, and they get the penalty, of course. I mean, he, the referee nearly choked his whistle. So,
2: yeah. and obviously, <laughs> they
0: get they get the point to kind of see a face and the uh, way to Suburban and we know what it's like where we got beat, albeit a blip at St Martin Park for ourselves. It's a continuing trend for Gio and the, the wee bars at the moment. But uh, coming back to yourself, Ross, in, in terms of that mindset thing, what I'm, what I'm loving about this team, and I think the Colby as well, I'd be pretty sure before that game, he probably would have said, put that to the back of your mind. Don't get complacent. complacent. Get into this game, win it, get the three points. And effectively, that's what happened because we had to come a lot of shit in this game. If we're us, if we go to the first goal, O'Reilly in the, the interview said <laughs> he doesn't know, doesn't know what else he could do. I really don't understand it. And we spoke about this last night. You go back to Michael Smith you, go, you look at the Burnaby um, handball that was given. You, you look at the Ben Davis one he got away with against Hearts. They literally cleared his hand, like, do you know what I mean? And then you, you fast forward to nine already. He's getting the handball given against him because the ball bounced up <coughs> off the ground and it tipped his wee fingers. Like, it's it's absolutely incredible, do you know what I mean? And the high fast, that referee actually stopped that game to check the VAR and then it was straight to the penalty spot. And the one of the most annoying things for me is they don't even check the monitor. This is a game changer decision. And Monroe, whoever, Monroe, Welsh, McLean, whoever it may be, they don't even go and look at the VAR manager for themselves to make a decision. And it's it's purely, just purely disgusting. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it can't be, it can't happen. It can't keep going like this. And we, we talked about it last night. Is this another case of sadly going to have to ask another question again? Because it, it's the trend that keeps going in.
2: Well, I, as it's another it's another thing to put into the body evidence but there's a song there's a band eh, called the Toasters that sing us all a song called Don't Let The Bastards Grind You Down and it's <laughs> no more fitting now than it has ever been since Far came in it's outrageous but I mean you can I like to compare the Bernabé one to the Davies one right the other night and I know there's more than just Celtic Rangers really but that that's the games that we mostly see, right? Yeah. So, I like to now compare the O'Reilly won the day against the the one at Tyne Castle The one at Tyne Castle they don't give the penalty. And they don't look at it. Yeah, they don't look at the like the, bar. Like the one the day for me is less a penalty again. It's. Unbelievable! It's I, I don't even know. It, it's actually up for debate if Matt O'Reilly is even in the box. Aye, right. But that's ignored. That 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 he's in the box. That's that's irrelevant. That's what they say. And then it comes up and hits his hand. You can't see my hand, but they're at his side, the same as the harps player. Now I've not got a problem with them giving that decision against Celtic today, right? Absolutely no problem with it, right? If that's the way kens If that's Mm -hmm. the way they want to imply the rules, if that's what they've been told, then that is absolutely fair enough. I don't like it, but if they're going to do it like that, then carry on. But do not not give us a penalty at Tynecastle three weeks ago or whatever it was and then give that against us. That's the issue. That's the problem. And it's fucking shite.
0: Uh, it's the consistency levels for me as well, Ross. I mean, you, you look at the decisions, and, and by the way, we're not discounting every other club in the league. they probably had the decisions no, no. the same kind that of way that just went against them. Let's let's put, <laughs> put it further. But for me, you look at it, and even already said we've had some strange decisions go against us. So the, the players notice it, the fans notice it, and the pundits, albeit on Celtic TV or whatever you watch it on, they notice it too, regardless of allegiance to the club. And it, it, it is very, very telling that the referees just take the word of the the, the VAR official, Ewan Anderson in this case, I thought it was an absolute disgrace. That he didn't have the decency or referee and professional kind of environment to go over and look at the VAR, what VAR monitor. Even you even though you know in the back of your mind what happens with the go there anyway, the decision's always nine times out of ten, could to be that penalty kick or could be that red card? But even to go over and look <laughs> at it for himself and see what's actually happened. Already there were three players around that player, the, the Ross County player at that point. They were all going for the ball, being careful, <laughs> by the way, in the way they were challenging because <coughs> the, the new any kind of touch. There's that COVID call. The new any kind of touch that it would be a penalty kick. Ball and then hits off his <laughs> hits off his, his hand, whatever it may be, on his hip, hip the hand, whatever. He doesn't even know. Straight away, it's a penalty. We're a goal down, effectively. It's a shambles. And I'm very vocal about it because it pisses me off that it's week after week now since this VAR has been introduced. It's been a shit show. The referees aren't fit to handle it. They are professional themselves. The VAR equipment is probably more professional than they'll ever be in terms of what it can provide in terms of decisions. That's but it's, it, yeah, well, you know, you know what I mean? In hmm. terms of, obviously, the, they've got stills, man. They should be able to focus on a game, get a crayon and draw around an incident. It shouldn't be that hard for them. I have been focused on the bench sh- camera. Aye, well, exactly. It's just shambolic And again, by the way, Michael McDonald comes in, and I'll get, I want to come to you first for this, Ronnie. If that was a handball. The push in the back for Ralston for me is a penalty, and I know you're doing this, but 10 minutes later, a Celtic striker pushed the, a Roscoe uh, defender in the box and was giving right. us a, you know, a free kick for them. So, the, the uh, consistency levels have to be shown. And this VAR crap, it can it either improves or it gets pulled because it's shambolic at the moment.
1: I think, I mean, like you said, me and Ross and Anthony talked about it on after the Burnaby one. It's, I think, we're actually clueless to the actual handball rule now because. What is a Riley really meant to do with his hands there? Where where can yeah. they go? And like, I'm with Ross, I think I think it's up for debate of whether he's in the box or not at the time. It hits his hand. And I'm sure it, it hits his hip on his hand. And I thought that sort of a deflection meant it was obviously if his hands out in an unnatural position, then yeah, I penalty. But it's down by his side, it's deflected off his hip on him. And I suppose if you want to credit the ref. It's oh he gave the penalty and then went to the monitor and never changed his mind, which is, is rare. But did we ever expect him to
2: change his mind? Well <laughs> <laughs> it was going against Celtic, so that there's a first <laughs> time forever, any eh?
1: I know. So I suppose I suppose you've got his we've all been asking the referees to hear a wee bit of wee bit of backbone and stick to there is no decision, so it did, but it's it's absolutely baffling how you can look at that monitor. <laughs> I'd give the penalty. i like actually got what what, what is are you referring to? The, the one today? I uh, did they know give the penalty then look at the monitor? He no, he didn't go to go the go monitor. He didn't go to the monitor. No, like,
2: You've, you've they,
0: just
2: they made, never, made that up for the last two minutes. Uh, they never they never they never <laughs> well, told him to go, go to the monitor, game. but that was an issue I've, because I... it was it was like it was up for debate. I no, I don't go to the monitor, it's a penalty, mate. Right, that's right. But well,
1: we'll just forget everything I just said because I was talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about the house I'm not in way
0: to <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> get, i have gone i have gone to my mind. What is he talking
1: about? I What's was
0: questioning my be like what well, is the going idea on?
2: They have gone. Absolutely, they have right, Franny, Franny, Franny was watching the Stalybridge Celtic game, when we were watching <laughs> the Celtic game. <laughs>
0: Rewind it, right? Start with the the incident itself and the, the, right. the events in the that I penalty kicked. Start from there again. Forget the manager, shakes; that never happened.
1: <laughs> Let's just boy you, boy? Let's just stick with there a penalty, because I will we'll talk as much right if I just go with like that. <laughs> uh, I, no, definitely not penalty. I don't know where his hands are meant to go, and I, I think it's debatable whether he's in, in the box or no. But it's just, it's one of the ones where... The referee did have a wee think about it, because he did not in blow instantly, but I think when he's obviously had tennis time to think about it, which as, as a way is a good thing, you're like, well, you're not just jumping to conclusions, even though you've got VAR to fall back on, but he said a wee thought about it, but then obviously VARs had a look at it and went, aye, you're right, you're right, maybe just so yeah. I know you're a wee bit undecided, uh, you seem to take your time, maybe you want to come in the monitor and have a look at it then. My whole hang two minutes ago might have made a lot of sense. That would have had a wee bit of relevance. But uh, to then go on about the Ralston <laughs> one, I, I understand the arguments. I think the way Ralston's fell is maybe... It's, I, I would have been raging if Celtic got a penalty game gave against him for that. But I understand what you're saying because jackie Marcus has one where he's, he's done a similar sort of thing and it's a foul. Yeah. And maybe, like you say, it's the consistency. Go and have a look at the monitor. But then the referees no gave a penalty and it's probably what a has got to look at the monitor and then give a penalty because like we say it's they usually change their mind and I think it would have been shocking to get a penalty for that. But what I just thought was great is again we had a decision that very, very questionable decision a terrible decision against us but the team just stayed composed. It was stick to the game plan. We know where we are. Plenty of time left in the game. We'll know we'll the chances and I think the goals are pat- that because nobody once snatched it in it
0: for their two goals. Yeah, uh, I mean see to be fair. <laughs> see to
1: be fair.
0: Look, look, I agree with the, the Ralston to, to an extent, but the way I'm basing that off Ross is Ross's argument about consistency. If you're drawing the, the rules for a handball situation or a penalty kick situation in the box Ross, you need to be level the, the whole time and give them regardless, and then wait for a rule a rule change later down the line if enough if enough clubs complain against that particular rule. But the, the way I'm looking at it, when that penalty was given mean McGrande, uh, he's just down there I'm in his office at the moment, as you can see. <laughs> but me and mean McGrande, uh, we were watching the game granny, we brother as well. Who hey, by the way, McGranny protected the score right two one, so shout out to her. But uh we, we we were looking and we didn't even react in terms of anger towards that decision. And that for me just points to like- the yeah, that, that just points to the environment for us that we're in and yeah it does say it all. And even the players, to me, didn't really react to it. Again, at the time, obviously a bit of emotion, but it just calmed down. And as Franny said, the stuff to the game plan, it's like they factored this in. And what high on earth is is that normal? I just don't understand. The 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 it. that will be we, we pay all That's this bad, money. Right there. Well, yeah. We oh, paid oh, all oh, this. <laughs> we paid all this all this uh, money for the equipment, for all these cameras. Funded most of it, but we're getting the absolute shit out of them.
2: I I mean I I don't know what more to say. I think I think me and you discussed it at length last night and said all that needs to be said. I think when you look at Matt O'Reilly's interview, everything he said, you've touched on it there, but he also said we've had a lot of strange decisions to go against us yep. this last week. while. I think that I, I think that speaks volumes. He's he's no saying outright that we are being cheated, there is bias or anything like that. But he's alluding to the fact that we are not getting decisions, and decisions mm-hmm. that should go our way, we are not getting either. I'm not asking to give us decisions. No, no one's, penalty, that. No, no one's asking. No, I know that. I know. If it's if it's a penalty against us and it should be, give it. Yeah. If it's, if it's a penalty for us and it should be, give it. In terms of the Ralston one, for me, it's it's not a penalty. I, I get people talk about consistency and stuff like that. I get what you're coming for there Stephen but for as long as I've watched football a foul like that or a, a challenge like that no a foul on Ralston in the box you're not getting that every mm-hmm. day of the week you're not getting it mm-hmm. but the one when Haxabanovich doesn't he touch the Ross County player mm-hmm. and he goes mm-hmm. down he's a defender yeah. you're getting it all day long and it frustrates the life out of me I've said it I don't know if I've said it in the podcast, but I've spoken about it with you guys countless times. It boils my. I look at decisions like that, and I, I think has has a referee, any referee, watched a game of football or played a game of football? Because if you've played a game of football, you know Haksaparanovic has got no gain to foul him there. He's put him yeah. under pressure. He's going nowhere. That referee, that referee, that defender is trying to buy a foul because he's in mm-hmm. trouble. Stop buying that the guy's threw sell to the ground. But they do, every single the time. Fact, it's like an unwritten rule it. if the defender goes... Sorry, Steve. It's like an unwritten rule if the defender goes down the box and he's facing his own goal, it's a foul. Yeah. Even if you know that he's through, his cell to the ground. And it's an unwritten rule if a attacking player goes down and he's been touched. It's, not, it's the same foul or it's the same perceived foul, but one is, and one is, it's just the way football is, I'll never get it, I'll never understand it, it shouldn't be like that, but it is. Yeah, and,
0: I mean, Daniel comes in, <clears throat> I don't know if this is tongue-in-cheek here, but David removed the ref today, was in my mass class, the a Catholic like Celtic supporter,
2: mm-hmm. well he certainly didn't show up today, get on the phone. Uh, <laughs> I believe that by the way, that sounds true. <laughs> but see,
0: see, to be fair, like, you look at our family, going with a trend, you did there, Ross, in terms of what the Hacks of Benefits done and how that player claimed that foul off him? When, by the way, he literally dipped his body out away from contact and it was still given shambolic. But let's talk about the, the two rule changes that happened today during this football match. The rule of the, the player for the Ross County doesn't have to go off when he's injured, he stayed on the pitch, so it's it's madness. And then Ross Ledlow just uh, put the ball down, moved it a couple of hours, picked it back up again. Yeah. Mentally, like, that should be an indirect free kick, and the player for Ross County should have been away off the other side of the pitch receiving treatment and then wave back on. Like all our players were today. If you notice, Zach and Magus in the 90th minute had blood coming from his nose, he was up, he was ready to go, he was ordered off, then it back on. I mean, come on, incompetence at its finest there.
1: Like, uh, well, it was the first one, the goalkeeping one, like I've I didn't even know about that wrong, i got got to sit here and try and explain it, but. I, I'll trust you that it should have been a back pass, but... Uh, of course it should
0: have been. He's uh, put uh, the ball down, uh, probably. I, I, I'm not I'm I
1: didn't. I didn't know that rule. I like, I like. To me, I just thought you can pick it up and put it down, but it makes sense that that you can... not basketball? Can't, I, well, they've been sitting in basketball. Oh, <laughs> well,
2: you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can't do
1: that, probably. I, but that's what I'm saying, so I, did, I didn't know that, so it's one of them, but it makes sense why you can't, because you could obviously just keep putting it down picking it up. Put yeah. And then, but then I think the referee, like they said in the comments, I think he's taken the easy route out and gave a foul against Maeda, which is just never a foul. I think that's he's he's copped out, he's, he's like, Oh, I should really be in Celtic. I've, I've made an arse this year, but my way out is instead of doing the right hand, I'm got to get a foul against uh, Maeda. Um, now the one where the, the St. Marin player goes off, I'm sure they brung brought in a role a couple of years because. So see when a player gets injured and the trainer comes out like the fizzles come on, it's no you're not really gaining the advantage if your player then goes off. You've you're the one with the foul. So so I think when your player got cautioned, whether it be a booking or uh, got a red card, I think if the, the fizzle comes on, your players are allowed to stay on the park, providing And in the terms
2: of, of your... if the Celtic player gets cautioned, you mean? Aye, so Just did see, power how
1: power of, see how hacks of see how hacks strangely got booked for like you kind of mm-hmm. just stumble, like kind of stumble into something that these days. Um, because obviously that boy was doing injured, hacks of ana- free hacks of challenge, and then hacks of got booked. I think there, that type of situation, the Ross County boy is allowed to stay on. Whereas obviously the Celtic one, nobody was booked, so he has to go off. It's, I mean, it's still stupid because uh-huh. we've got the fill. I, I it, uh, that's I I, get it, that. it, it's it sounds stupid because we've still got the fill, but I'm sure obviously if the if the player that makes a fill gets carded in some. Some form, then you're allowed to stay on. It's. I think it was obviously to try and help you gain the advantage of you having that free kick. Because it shouldn't be fair that you're down, down a player when you've actually gained the free kick. But it was just. I, I was. I think <coughs> the goalkeeping one, it was ridiculous that. But I, I think the referee had a, a multitude of mental decisions today. There was a lot of decisions that were were questionable. But the the players gone off, I'm sure that was, I'm sure that's how, I think that was all right.
0: Yeah, I mean, Steve McCall, Kenneth, to be honest, Franny, every single game, a player gets treatment. I remember seeing them go off, didn't know this I, I mean, it's new to me, if it is a rule, fair enough. But, I mean, Ross, looking at it from the outside in, it was shambolic the way it happened. I mean, the, the whole Ross Love thing, and Franny, right, the point out he, he did the easy way out and got of give a foul for me, that happened literally a minute earlier, <laughs> It's just craziness. I mean, there should be a January transfer windows for referees. That would be absolutely brilliant. Just <laughs> a, Put them all out as free agents. But we'll move on. We've talked about the VAR and your man, Monroe. who's a Celtic supporter. Now, a Celtic supporter, we'll never know because it was absolutely shambolic. And we'll touch upon the goals. And we'll start with the turbo one, the man who was influencing the whole game for me, Riho Atate, absolutely fantastic player. He is absolutely, he's just incredible sometimes. The way he can put the ball out, Literally, one touch, he's away. He can dip his body in, he can move, he can shimmy, he can run. Even your man, Dominic Samuel, got fed up with him when he came on for Ross County and trailed him like a rugby player. Do you know what I <laughs> mean? And squared up to him because he was making an absolute <laughs> fool of him. But just touch upon Rio, mate, and the goal from
2: Turnbull to start with. I thought it was a really good game. Uh, again, I don't think it was absolutely outstanding. I don't think the team was outstanding. Either. I thought they played pretty well. I, yeah. But I thought probably Hatati was the best player on the pitch for for Celtic, best player on the pitch for both teams, um, and just I think uh, Franny had sort of touched on it uh, in the group chat during the game, um, just the composure because he, he lets he sort of lets the ball come across him if I remember right, and it and just that one movement sort of takes out a couple of defenders. Yeah. and it's the composure and then he comes in and he squares it across and it's one of the balls that could deflect it, it's the only ball he can play to be fair but it can deflect off a defender and go, and it can go anywhere, it falls to Turnbull and I, I think he takes a touch in uh-huh. and, and that tight area listen we can all hate Moy and all the rest of it and or say Turnbulls maybe not good enough for Celtic and these these two guys didn't get in their first choice midfield three but I'll tell you what they do a job when they come in they absolutely yeah. do a job they are no quality players I can't say that but Turnbull's a quality player they are they're, they're they've got quality and they do a job for this team and. Certainly domestically, I'm not saying that they could be the, the guys that come in and play against your Real Madrids, etc. Even the, their, their first choice are no guys that can dominate against teams like that. But in the SPL, when you're missing <laughs> Cal McGregor, <laughs> when, you're, when you're missing Cal McGregor, guys like that, Aaron Moy comes in, he does a job on Wednesday night, David Turnbull comes in, he came on on Wednesday night set up a goal I'm sure, if I'm mind right These guys are invaluable To the squad mm-hmm. And Aye, composure David Turnbull done us a turn the first half of last season When nobody gave us a chance He scored goals for Celtic That were so important to win as a league title He's a quality football player Is he as good as Rio Hattati? Is he as good as Callum McGregor? Matt O'Reilly? Probably not But I'll tell you Fucking Rangers would take him in their midfield right now. You about Turnbull, yeah? Aye,
0: talking about Turnbull. Ah, 100%. 100%. Turnbull would start for the majority, most of the SPFL team, bar, well, as quality. you said, squad player for us, but he would be a quality player for any other team. Again, just to be shout out to our show sponsor. as you can see, Beer52, Beer52, stats, Sales, get your free case of beer. Couple the post dates and then it's a su- subscription based. After that, but you can cancel any time, crack Cracking offer, loads of fantastic beers. We magazine if you're in the all, all fun and games and all stuff. Really, but I mean, if you, if you look at it in terms of that, as Ross said, like Turnbull coming into the game and he started ahead of Moy. Dumb and boy didn't do and actually scored an important goal for us, which was fantastic. Um Rio, as, as we touched upon <laughs> I'll never <laughs> ever get on the moi in no way no way, <laughs> but like, Rio Atate, absolutely brilliant today, Turnbull popping up coming in, out of the cold, basically after coming back from injury, getting a few minutes here and there, but they both played really well, in my opinion
1: I thought, in the second half like, in the first half, Rio Atate was picking up the ball and Doing, like you say, nice returns, nice, nice touches to get get away and get us up, get us up the park and things. I thought Tumble actually did have a have a good game. And after his goal, he's seen it really gave him the confidence from him. Just he surely was taking the ball, playing passes, and it was popping up in some good areas and stuff. I just I thought the goal was was really really good. Like like Ross said, Tattagat gets it on the edge of the box, just drops his shoulder, but then goes the other way. And about three players just fall to the ground. Now we're down one now. I appreciate there's plenty of plenty time left in the game, but maybe he could take a take a shot. And the box is still heavily packed. That it's probably got it's got to be lucky to actually get a goal there. <laughs> yes, be, yes, Charles. He's got to be lucky to actually get a goal there. But then he takes that extra touch to give him that that yard of space where he can look up. Like Ross said, it's the only cross he's got is playing it low across, firing it low across the deck and i he's obviously aiming for a Celtic player, but you're also doing that and hoping for the best going. Well, it might might take a deflection, we might get a corner, or it might flick up and the defender haven't, knows he has to clear and it goes, scores on OG. But then tumble to have the composure only a couple yards out. Where Again, as I said, the box is still heavily packed. There's folk running about and we're needing a goal. Want back in it because the longer you go in a game like that, no getting the goal back maybe frustration starts creeping in, you do start latching at things, but it takes that touch to compose yourself and just passes it in the box. And then I, I think just straight after that, it was it was total reset and it was like, right, back to level, let's go again. Let's go again and stuff. Yeah. And I think, it, I think how quick we got back, the goals was keen. I mean, Ross County, they were all, when they obviously scored, they were always going to sit in. And I think mm. that helped us as well in the sense that when you're, your mindset when you're there is to sit in, soak up pressure, then Celtic get a goal back. It's it's hard to then come out when we've got our tails up and stuff. So it kind of mm-hmm. helped us the way they were just sitting in and things like that. And obviously when we got the second goal, it was just the same. It was obviously harder for them to come out then. But you said that, earlier
0: on, you said earlier on, Franny, to be fair, that we actually stuck to the game plan instead of getting emotional about the decision. We, uh, kept, we, we, hunkered, we hunkered
2: down. I think if you look at Joe about- Hart,
1: like you said, I think I'm totally back to this, guys like Joe Hart and that were laughing when they
2: got the penalty. And that they just, yeah. I think yeah. The players, the players I think, th- a They, they, they have to have, they have to have spoke about that uh, uh, since the, because <laughs> I think we talk, I Don't know if it was. I can't of mind who it was on after the Dundee United game. It might have, might well have been me. I can't imagine <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> I, I, I said in the group chat after the Dundee United game that we looked deflated uh, after uh, that decision and we did, and it it showed in the performance but then I think the day it was different because it was another one of the it wasn't as bad as the Bernabé decision, don't get me wrong right, but it was another one of the contentious ones but they they didn't go flat this time, the crowd didn't even go flat this time, I think the crowd had sort of well we've sort of accepted that now, we've seen what happened last week, it was the worst of the worst Mm-hmm. the crowd didn't go flat and the team didn't go flat they would have spoke about that after they'd done the Dundee United yep. game that was a poor decision, we went flat they poor decisions we all know are going to come again I said yep. it last night, one of these poor decisions are going to cost us in a game they will, Low averages but it's not going to cost us the league title because this team just don't accept defeat and I'll go back to it again we don't let the Bastards keep grinding us down. Uh,
0: I think, to be fair, O'Reilly kind of referenced that as well, Ross. I mean, Aye. what he was trying to say in his, his post-match uh, conference, but, <coughs> Franny, Hacks of, Benefits, couple of well three goals now in his last uh, few starts for Celtic. He looks like he's coming back into a game, getting assists, getting in, involved in the play. I thought the goal to be fair. Rio involved the game. <laughs> he's involved left, right and centre. Bit of a, a dummy from him. The one-two. Haxabanaevich uses the pitch. Think just the curl on it was fantastic. Laylaw had no chance, and that was kind of for me. It was just relief when that going in. It was pure relief because you know you're chasing the game at that point. We are stuck to it, and we got the rewards.
1: Uh, it was a wee. It was a wee bit of relief for myself, Stephen. I get what you're coming for there. Like I said, it was. It was so so quick as well after the the tumble goal, which I liked as well. So it got you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, but yes, baby, he's uh, a legend. Man, I I'd love guy. to be in that guy's head for an hour, man. Uh, 100%. <laughs> eh? Oh, man, I'd love uh, to be
2: his background. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I, I just like Hacks of Announcements. I really, really think we've got a special player. And I said, like, yeah. after the Dundee United game, when it was on the podcast, I think the two goals you'll the World Cup break, the, the break coming up's maybe coming at the wrong time for him because he's just properly like, got a kick, properly kicking on and stuff and I uh, he's just, he's got, I think he's got really nice feet in that and he obviously had the night, like, just stands the defender up well and then just plays that be pass to Hatati and is just, the cushion ball is just perfect, absolutely perfect and yeah. it just curls onto it. Uh, it just curls on it. It was almost like, like, it was a weird goal in a way. It just, there was also a lot of swerving it, but it didn't even look like it. It was like it was like a boy who just played ten, like ten ten pin bowling or something. The way it just yeah. in. and just like yep. it must be some skill to get a swerve like that and the ball not come off the deck. If that makes it, yeah. You didn't really see people strike a ball like that on the deck. And you seen him after it It was almost like I'm not do that. can eh? like he has a I think he's got a wee bit of arrogance about him, which is good. I like that. But I was really impressed with it at like. I've said it plenty of times. I, I like Caxevans. I think he's a proper, yeah. proper European level type player. Was it you that says we got him for about two million, just under two million? Yeah. I appreciate yeah, it's a lot of his the loopholes with what's going over in, in Russia and things like that. But that's madness that we've got this guy for five
0: years and that's uh, what we paid for him. what well, the way I what I loved about the goal, like there was no like uplift or it was just pure swerve. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the hardest strike in the world, but the way the yeah. grass took it and just curled around and kissed the post. I would love to see a whole Celtic's
1: unique angle, as you see it from behind the goal, because it, it must go outside the post a good wee bit. Because the keeper yeah. looks like he's got that side covered a wee bit. So it's uh, it's, it's a really, really good good goal. You know, know, it a quick quick reply gets ahead quick, so it just calms any nerves in the crowd that can then find yeah. its way onto the pitch
0: because that was my worry in case I did
1: sleep in but it, it really Plus, didn't Ross was right No, it, Ross, aye, was, Ross right. was playing on and I think I think a lot of that is down to how the game like it sometimes can go either way but obviously they dropped points early in, earlier in the day and we were sitting drawn at the time and I think even when we went down most to go. goal I think the crowd did play their part then knowing like we've got a big opportunity to go nine points there's no point getting on yeah. the team and mumping and growing so I think I do think the crowd played a big part like after after the goal, then, like, obviously after equalising it was like, no decision was really getting, like, didn't he hear big groans going up, or things like that, because yeah. everybody was behind the team, because they knew it was a massive, right before the World Cup, it's a massive chance to be nine points clear. So it's like, um, getting on the team, was got to make the top. And we are nine points
0: clear, and it feels fucking fantastic. Unbelievable. And see, see, to be fair, I think as well, Ross, a big factor in Hexa Vanley's performances for me, this in this game in particular against Ross County, Burnaby. I thought Burnaby was excellent. I thought he was he broke up the play, he broke the lines. And yes, he does make mistakes, Ronnie. I heard but one thing he does do, he keeps coming back, he keeps trying it again. And nine times out of ten, he'll get there at, at the end. And the, there was one point in the first half, Ross, where he took the ball, and just ran the whole pitch, doesn't get up the pitch. Right. The follow was just fantastic. Him and Hacks of seem to have a good wee link up going. And I'm not saying for one second, for anyone ask me, about Gregory Taylor's position, because it's still his if, if we're honest here. And uh, by the way, you said no one said your print on the wall. There's Michael McDonald, for us, Top print on the wall, Ross. It's Yay, been called out. first <laughs> People time. Know now. People know. <laughs> Cheers, Michael. But, but come, come into yourself to kind of talk about the, the Hacks of Bonavage going, and Burnaby if you want to, but me and Fanny <laughs> were saying the way that ball just rolled on the grass, kissed the post that went in and it it was still, it was a
2: perfect way to get get in front of the game. Well, I touching on the the goal first, it it, it was Haksa for me. I've said it previously, and everybody, I think everybody that that's watched Celtic agrees that he's a very very good player, and he is. We've got two players, sort of like him and Jota. Jota, he's more dynamic. Let's be let's be real, and he's got more skill. But they are the two guys that you would say in the team that they're beating a man. You could bring James Forrest into that equation as well. Then you've got guys like Maeda and Abada who come into the team. they are they don't beat men, but they get themselves into positions. Mm-hmm. Maeda works hard. Abada has got an, an instinct to get into positions. So we've got so much variety, but. Aye, I I think Haksimarinovic is. I think Franny said it before. He's a, a European quality Definitely. player. I think he's a, a player that we can trust to play in Europe. There's guys like, I don't mean what you say. I was going to say there's guys like Maeda and Abad that maybe can't <laughs> quite trust yet, but it, you can trust Maeda and defensive wise and stuff like that. But in only wee bit of time, in terms of the goal. It's just Haksabanovic. He's he's got his tail up now. He's got confidence, and that finish, like if they adjust his body slightly, it was just a great finish. I I actually thought it was going to buy the post, mm-hmm. and when it went in, my wife looked at me like I was a fucking nutter. By the way, but <laughs> it was it was it was pure like elation because he yeah. the what would they come through again. Again, I'll say it. The decision, okay, give it, but give the one at heart. But we to come through that sort of adversity again, we com- he came up with that moment. That's one is the game, and <laughs> in my elation, I dived up off the couch. I done a cleansman on the wooden floor. I don't what? know why I done it. That's what I done. I I'd done a cleansman. I went yes, and then I just threw myself onto the floor. have done a cleansman, and Charles so was like, "Wait, then." I was like, "I don't actually know, but that yeah, well that was that's just what my body made me do." <laughs> but hey uh, I done that, but it was a brilliant finish, and it's it, for, for me. It looks like it's going by the post all the way, but it finds a far corner, and it it gives us a nine point lead, and it's it. We're still in November. I know we're going into the break now, but nine points said it last night. If I said last night, if somebody had said seven points going into that break, yeah, now get yeah. nine points. They're in absolute disarray. We are not playing amazing at this point in the campaign, but we're still winning games, winning, winning, winning. That's what we're built on, and that's what we're doing. Moving on to Bernabei. For me, I think he's he looks so raw, it's it's no true sometimes defensively. But I have to go like I don't I'm not gonna slag the guy. I, we all know <laughs> I know by the <laughs> way he's fucking no wrong. I could have got a path of flare. I called for the physio <laughs> But uh, hey I I am i am not gonna slag that guy, right? Because he's he's come in and he, anytime he's come in, he's done a job, certainly going forward, and he's suited for games at Celtic Park. Yeah, Greg Taylor's got yeah. the jersey now, absolutely. But what I will say in his defense is Greg Taylor nearly pa- early part of last season, trying to come to terms with what we, <laughs> we never start. <laughs> I like it. Greg Taylor nearly part of last season, right? Trying to come to terms with his new role. The inverted fullback and stuff like that. He'd never played it before. He was getting caught out at times defensively, and everybody alluded to it. I'm a lover of Greg Taylor, so I didn't jump on him. I'm not like I don't love Bernabeu as much as I loved Greg Taylor this time last year. But I'm understanding that I don't even think he's getting caught out. I just think defensively, he's a wee bit inept, a wee bit, mm-hmm. a wee bit to learn yet. But in terms of going forward, he's really, really good. And I, I yeah. think he's a good, a really good understudy to Greg Taylor right now. And once he learns the role and he gets better defensively, if, if he can get up to the same level defensively as Greg Taylor, then he could absolutely take his jersey, jersey because going forward, he's dynamic, he's really good. What was that comment there? i seen my name. It's
1: today a Roy- Robbie Keane celebration next
2: time? Oh, God, no. <laughs>
0: so, Ross, you got very paranoid didn't he? No, I, just, I, I knew it was a nice <laughs> thing, but I just hadn't
2: na- had na- read it. I had, well, Monty's known the comments. Everything else is nice apart from him. <laughs> <laughs> He's ruthless, that guy.
0: <laughs> Seeing touching on a, a few other people in the team frantic today, I mean, I mean, to be fair, Ross, Burnaby is raw. I, I'll give you a 100%, but what I love about Burnaby... Aye. He doesn't hide in the pits. He's never won the shy away from Absolutely. taking the ball in, taking the ball in tight areas, and trying to play intricate play with Haxebal and Vince or whoever it may be on the left. And yeah, we all know Taylor's number one, but effectively Burnaby's were brought in because Foster called <clears throat> to call next to look at him. And we know some of the players take more time. We've seen that, for example, in, in some of our team at the moment, and maybe Burnaby's just one of the players. But I don't. I mean, this might sound bad, right, Fanny? But I thought Ralston was poor today. I didn't think he looked himself. Yeah, th- listen, listen, he got a, a, an amazing challenge in at the, the final couple of minutes that they were on the breakaway. Fantastic. The crowd were, up, were all celebrating that. But his crossing, his link up play, miscontrolling balls and a couple of misplaced passes in the first half, didn't think he was great. And, for me, I'm asking, like, why is your if not starting that game? Because he, he's been on an upward kind of trajectory last couple of games getting back to where he used to be in my opinion. But, uh, yeah,
1: Ralston for me wasn't wasn't that great. What about yourself? Ah, this time I don't think Juranovic has been on an upward trajectory. And I'm one of Juranovic's biggest fans. I think he's. I, I honestly don't think he's been great lately. Uh, I think I think he's still as stupid as it sounds. Still, he's our first choice right back. But it's Ralston, Chelsea, Losa Now, if that makes any sort of sense, I think Ralston has been playing a lot better recently. You think <laughs> Ralston's first choice? No, not well. Now, yes, but I think if it's both on form, Juranovic is a better player. For me, there's no debate about it. But I do understand what you're saying with Ralston today. I thought he was wasteful at times in possession. Um, defensively, I thought he was, he was sound. I don't think you can question him defensively today. <laughs> uh, he did make... He did lost the ball a couple times, but I thought he recovered well and, and won it back. And like what you were saying to Bernabeu, like it never had for the ball. As much as things weren't happening for In the day, I felt like ah, his crosses weren't great. Sometimes his passing wasn't great, but it always offered to sell up, up that line. I mean, like 90-odd minutes, he's still doing overlapping runs. You're still seeing yeah. him try to get crosses in. So, I ah, maybe it wasn't his greatest game, but I, nah, I don't think he was... I, I wasn't too, too bothered by him. It was... It was one of the ones where I th- the game. It was a type of game it was, I think, and it was. But I thought defensively, Ralston was sound, and again, another, another actually had for the game. He was always looking for the ball, but I will agree. Like somebody's <sighs> passing and his crossing wasn't a great today, but I wouldn't have
0: said it was rubbish. That, that, I mean that's fair enough. I'm just, I'm just looking at it from my point of view. Everyone has different opinions, At other than the team Ross, even in the last game we talked about it. There was a lot of disjointed performances against Motherwell. I think it kind of crapped in at bits and starts in this game. But the fact that we've got that winning and Shay comes in, the Hoops and the wee hoops winning today is fantastic. Both on top of the league. That's a shout-out to Lurga Selling, one of our show partners. They are sitting pretty at the top of their table. The big hoops are sitting nine points ahead on the SPFL as well. So it's great. I mean, effectively, you look at it and we can question performances and stuff, right? We can, we can go into it. And, uh, yeah... See, to be fair as well, Jens for me looked far better than the Starfield during the week until he got injured. I thought it looked more comfortable, more natural. But Starfield came in and had a, a good game as well, so there's just definite opinions of things, and people are saying in here, John, saying, he, he's, he's not on because he'd be shouting about Ralston. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ralston, he did recover well, he, he did, but I'm just on about other factors of his performances. But for you, Ross, any other glaring issues today that you, you want to talk about in terms of the team?
2: Um... Well, touching on the Jens one I, I agree with you on that. I thought I thought he looked. I I think he looks more comfortable than Starfield, yeah. but I have to say, when Starfield came on the day, he was he was excellent. And the, yeah, was. there was yeah. one there was one point where he took the ball in. He was I think it was the, it was the second half. He takes the ball in, and Ross County players are sort of. It's not a full press, but they're pushing in. And I'm thinking to myself, you need to go back to the goalie. That's the only pass it's on. And he plays, he, he sprays one right across the park. And I think it goes to Ralston. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it totally negates the Ross County press. Yeah, and yeah. It t- takes it out of the game and we're on the attack. So he's he showed today that he's got that in his locker. And I just think, you asked me last night, would you sign Jens? Yeah. And I said I. And I still obviously it's only was only last year. I still, of course, I still stand by that now it's <laughs> that, that but... <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I'm gonna say is it's it's like most of the positions on the part now. And I think that I think the way Ange talks and the the job that he's done since he came in that the board will back him to do it, that that that's what we're gonna be like all over the part We we're st- we're sitting here now, right, and we're talking about uh two centre well a centre half partnership where we can have um Carter Vickers and Jens or it's always going to be Carter Vickers or Carter Vickers and Starfelt, right? Jens has got injured then but brought Starfelt on and it's not it's yeah. not changed the team drastically. Years gone by you would have had I don't know try to think back like yeah, you I would have have had Virgil van Dijk, Dijk. right? And you they are right? I mean, you take Boya off and you bring on Fucking, I can't even mind, but it's it's not that it's not that levelly, it's not that levelly depth, right? We, we we I've said it before, we've struggled to get a, a proper centre half, in since Virgil Van Dijk, but we've no, we're now sitting with Carter Vickers and we can bring in Jens or Starfield. I think that's healthy, a healthy position, yes. centre half wise for us to be in. We're now talking about this. Kobayashi, have I said that yeah. right, Right, coming in. But also, at the moment, we don't have him, right? So that's not a given. But we have Welsh that can come in, and he can absolutely do a job domestically. <laughs> so right now in the centre half position, we're, we're pretty good, and you can't complain. My preference, personally, I would... I would lean towards Jens now and I know Starfelt has built up an amazing partnership with CCV and gave us a league title last season but for me, the way Celtic, play, the way Ange wants us to play I think Jens is more suited I think he's because purely because over the piece I mean because Celtic are going to have most of the ball against most of the teams in our league whether it be home or away and I think if we're going to have most of the ball, then we need guys that can play with the ball the best. For me, that's Jens. Yeah. G- games like, I don't know, Ross County away, for instance, uh, Ibrox, just for examples. Staffel, you might want to go with him in games like that because he's physicality. But for me, over the piece, my preference would be Jens.
0: Yeah, I
2: see be fair. <laughs> yeah, Jens,
0: Jens looked far more comfortable in that, in that type of scenario because he can play that left side of pass without looking mm-hmm. awkward about it. We all know Starfield. He's been a great partner for Carter Fingers and when he comes in, he was excellent today. He proved that up against their physical kind of presence. <clears up throat> even though he kept falling to the ground, holding his head, rolling about, putting on two different pairs of shoes, getting the shoes ripped, <laughs> crying about it, looking at the referee oh, did my head and that fell up top today mm-hmm. for, for them. But Coming to you, Franny, this is interesting, right? I've seen it here, right? Lucky 15 through two. I reckon we could save millions by turning Nevada into a striker and getting another right winger. We're talking about squad depth, right? And we looked at the centre-back position. At the moment, we're pretty well stacked. If Kobayashi comes in, it probably spends the, spells the end for Welsh. But what, what do you think about that coming? Because I can see the logic. We've seen a play player and he got three goals in his two games and he played striker. Effectively, he could bring in another potential player. Uh, Right winger to go alongside that. Do you think there's any, any room for that kind of switching positions for him?
1: Well, I understand what you're saying. I scored three goals in about two games and playing that position, but he scored about a hundred other goals for right wing. So you're saying you can save millions by putting him as a striker. How much is it costing you to get a right winger that can give you a badas numbers?
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, Lucky Foodie, he's just slapped you down there. Bang on. Bang, <laughs> on. <I'm crying laughs> yeah,
2: bang on.
1: Why not just get a striker? Just get a striker that can. I'm not saying that you know score goals, there's no point in I, I like I appreciate a badder's no a tricky winger. He's he's no he might develop into and maybe get a wee bit more composure and some tricks and things that like where he'll maybe be more confident beating a guy. But I just I didn't understand why would the guy's numbers at right wing is ridiculous. So why why try and take away from him, take away the goals for right wing to then God knows how long it'll take to get him confident to play the striking role. Yes, Jimmy. Um and then how much like I in on one hand I maybe they save because he goes up front and scores goals but then who, you have you really bringing it right, right wing is they uh, getting the numbers strikers do tend to be more expensive but I think a winger that's guaranteeing you about 20 odd goal assists a season is quite expensive too yeah, I just I, 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 I don't do. think so I think it's, it's it's madness to suggest putting them up front and taking the goals away for wide
0: Surprisingly, Franny, I, I do that. agree with you. Paul, Paul comes in Nevada, couldn't <laughs> dribble past the traffic cone, but, but his ability to go uh, exactly. into the box is worth popping him on the park, especially against that set. But yeah, I, I, I kind of totally agree with you on that front. Maybe a first striker, as we talked about before, a European-level striker to come in to help kind of boost that level and get a bit more competitive in, in European competitions. But, Ross, our final game before a month break, I'm, I, just, I, I really can't. Can't even begin to think about it. Like even think about these weekends about us playing. Jesus, I know we're playing the Sydney Cup games and that, and that's a bit of a thing to look forward to. On yeah, home homecoming and things, which we talked about last night, but a month break in the season, buddy, it's it's not great.
2: Like, aye, the, the way the Celtic team's playing now, I think everybody feels the same. Yeah. Again, we've, we've no we've no set the head on fire the last two or three games, but it's just. We're on the front foot of it. It's this the style we play. It's so exciting. We won a game, and I can't wait for the next game to come around. And it was the same last year. We were getting into a stride. We were yeah. still behind Rangers. The January break came around, and you were like, oh, "Missing." You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's that thing you look forward to. know that. I don't know I'm going to speak for him. It's not my life shite, but that is one thing that I, I really look forward to. I'm like, can I wait for the Celtic game? I'll come home from my work Wednesday night, and there'll be a game on. Yeah. But now it's, and I know the World Cup's coming on, and like I said last night once, we're in the mid state, You'll be fine. You'll watch the games. But I just want Celtic to keep going with the momentum. But at the same time, this could be a welcome break. I know I did yesterday to the fact that They've planned for this break. They've known about it for the start of the season, so it's no issue for them. Mm-hmm. But as for me, as a fan, Celtic are winning games. They're in a good place. Let's just keep going. <laughs> but it's it's, it's no what's going to happen. We've got a World Cup coming. We've got the Sydney Cup. We've only got I think you said last night. We've got maybe four players going away. It's not yeah, a lot. Yeah, I boy, no. Uh, your average. Right. so it's not a lot in terms of the squad right it's four players right so we have got a month now to be on the training pitch just working together these guys are no going to like the Scottish players are no going to Scotland we talked about it last night mm-hmm. so <laughs> that is going to benefit us and by the time we come back we're almost at the January window stage where I quite believe we're going to add again if if we go the same way as we acted last season. We're going to get stronger, and we're yeah. we're going to be stronger before we sign MD because he the work we're going to do in the hopefully mm-hmm. on the train the work we're going to do in the training field. I don't know what's happening at the Rangers. I'm no bothered, <laughs> but they're they're in disarray. Sahan's going to have, like they're either going to have the same manager or they're going to have a new manager in place. Martindale and. <laughs> <He has not. laughs> Whatever he it has may not. be, right? Whatever it may be, Absolutely. it's there's not going to be that stability that that we have in our club right now. Yeah, and we are a stroke, we're, we're clearing the league, and we've got stability. What did so, you think
0: about what did you think about Postacoglu's presser today after the game? Because he referenced a about the character side of things and us coming through that like, kind of sticky pads and winning of the games. And he also <clears> said <throat> the boys are excellent. I mean. Personally, I don't really think the performance was, but I get what he means in terms of attitude, sticking to the game plan, because we all know at the moment, but disgusted discussed it at the start of the show, there's a lot of factors against us, but it's like he knows it now. I've seen him on the sideline, right. and he had his arms outstretched, being like, "What? what's going on? It's it's incredible, right. but what, what do you think about that?
2: His interview, for me, spoke volumes, right? Because he didn't actually say it, but the, the, the word, the language he used and the way he spoke about the team about their mentality and all the rest of it. I can't make the exact words, but it was like it was defiance in his um, the way he spoke. It was like, I'm not going to speak about VAR, but I'm going to speak mm-hmm. about the team in a way that it's a wooden it in the background. Yeah, that's what he done. It was very cute, it was very clever. You can do what you want, sort of thing, but this team are not going to stop. He said it for the start. This team are not going to... There was a wee wobble last week, but I've had a word with them. And their mentality <laughs> yeah. is right. And it doesn't matter what you do, you will try your best. But we yeah. will not be stopped. We will win this league because we are by far the best team in Scotland. and We're, we're, we're too far ahead of everybody else that, okay, at, at some point, I've said it, a referee of our decision will cost us three points. Oh yes, it will. But yeah. it'll not be enough to stop us winning the league title, because they can't they can't give enough decisions against us in a game where it's like so glaring that it would cost us that much. Because we're too far ahead, we we have too much of the ball, we're too attacking, we make too many chances, and at some point we're going to score in a game. I. I the last time we did not score in a game was the, the St Mirren game domestically or yep. in the league tell me the, tell me a time before that because I can't remember we scored goals and when you score yeah. goals you win games
0: I think there's a uh... Before that, we scored, and, I mean, there was a run. I can't remember the stat, but I'm pretty sure it was like over 30, 30 games or something we scored the goals in. And that was our first kind of blank in a, in a year or two. So, I mean, in terms of that, you're 100% right. When Brian McCabe comes in, even as a bit, late, as I will mention, they're not picking the ball up <laughs> twice. So, yeah, we've mentioned that, but it, it was absolutely incredible scenes. I mean, you can catch up with the show as well, go back to the beginning, and you'll hear all about VAR. which was an absolute shambles. But coming do you, Franny, do you think in a, in a roundabout way, Postecoglou's really pushing us to the board to sort this out with the VAR. And Ross is right; he makes <coughs> another subtle comments in his in his post match or pre match and does really come out and say it. But you can kind of get the meaning behind his language.
1: I I think we've we've said it countless countless times that Coggle is an intelligent man and knows not to get sucked in and knows not to get headless. Like, he's obviously been asked plenty of times about VAR, and um, he just says he doesn't <laughs> like it. He's, he keeps quite. Simple sort of answers that Disney lead tenant that maybe leads him down a road that Disney what to be going down. He just says, "I did not like it. It's meant to be all about the fans, and it's not about the fans." Disney tries tries to know sort of a question the technology. I think it was last week's the first time you a, sort of sort of did question it without questioning when he said, "Oh, you only get penalties if it's that's only deemed a penalty, and no penalties if it's at Tink Castle." And then uh, and then obviously the day. Again, it's as it we settle things, and I think I know you just touched it yesterday about Celtic approaching the SFA about uh, about the whole VAR things and wanting clarification on certain decisions. And I, you could argue that there's plenty of decisions you could have went back to, like the Hearts one, like the Burnaby one, the the Starfield, even the Starfield tackle against him, and things like that. And, and the Yakamakis one against Dundee United. Saying why were these these <coughs> decisions we want to question? But the problem with the ones it's it's as much as you might hate the word it's it's subjective. So mm-hmm. it's it's somebody's opinion going, well, at the time I felt that was the right decision. <coughs> and I know obviously the offside one, it's offside is kind of meant to be black and white. So I think it was intelligent to use that one to say, well, shows the evidence it being offside. Well, no question that it's offside, shows the evidence that it's offside. And uh, it's <laughs> and I think like Mark, I was watching the the first night forum and Mark Kearney was bang on saying that I thought I agreed with him saying that it, Celtic have been very intelligent in picking that argument, knowing that it's black and white, that like, they kind of get the whole subjective sort of a uh, one back. But it's just it's kind of saying to them, like, we're we're watching you and even yeah. if we agree with it, it's offside, like they've not necessarily agreed that Jot is offside, but we're going even if we agree it's offside. Prove that it's offside shows your system works, prove that it's offside, and I think it's just showing them they're no got to get away with stupid we, stupid <laughs> we. So I think Postal has been intelligent. I think the board are also being intelligent. What ones they're using to question, bah.
0: yeah. I mean, to be fair, like Ross, You said it last night, they picked the shitty The shitty thing to question and give them. I like... do
1: think that I, I totally agree with that. They did, but offside's black and white. It's you're either offside or you're not. Whereas. Fouls and things like that are, are questionable It's I bet it was the
2: camera angle we got
1: I know but yeah. that's what I mean That's what Celtic's question going through. I think that's what Celtic being tells you going why, is your, why is the system that we're paying for no, use, no the SFA We're paying for, why is that not working Tell us why I've,
2: why. I've, 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 I've still yet to see Clarity If he was offside I, and I think, and I think I, that's I've not go got a big problem No I've not got a big problem with it because we won the game Anyway and like if they're, really, if yeah, they're that, using it we've not seen them we've not seen them using the technology, that's the issue. If the technology, technology works the same way as we've seen in England and wherever else it's been used, then that's fine. But they can not they can't it's no fair for the paying fan I don't call myself on this because I'm I wasn't at the game. But it's no fair for the paying fan or even guys in fact even guys that watching the telly to be given an angle like it was given, and then it just be basically like brushed aside. Like yeah. we knew they were going to do that, but it's no fair. It's no fair in anybody. It's it's not. I can't even think of the word, but it, that that sort of level playing field that we're talking about uh, it is it is not that because it, I don't know if anybody inside Celtic has had the clarification better than what the fans have but for me. If if I'm playing a game against anybody and I see something unfair, I'm going to challenge it, mm-hmm. and that was unfair. And I think that's what Celtic are trying
1: to say is saying, "Oh well, why are we are showing the evidence? Shows the evidence, that you, and then
2: obviously it came out that the camera right. was was focused." But why on the they game. know? Why they know? Like, like this one the day, right? Why they know they might? They might, yeah. Mm-hmm. But for me, they won't, right? But Celtic should come out the morrow for instance, and say, right, that penalty was given against Matt O'Reilly. I want to know why we didn't get a penalty at Tynecastle, and I want mm-hmm. to know why you didn't go to the... I can't mind if they went too the far today. Did they? Nah, nah we'll be that, Ross. we have be near that with didn't we? Right, right, But I want to know why... I want an explanation as to why the one at Tynecastle the guy was standing clearly inside the box with his hands at his side, Mm. and he turns. I'm not saying it was deliberate, but why is that a penalty? And Matt Riley is debatably inside the box, and it comes up off his own, like his teammate, and hits him in the hand with his hands at his side. Why is that a definite penalty without looking at the monitor? And that is not a penalty at all without looking at the monitor. I want to know why. That's if I'm Celtic, back. that's what I'm doing. But Celtic won't do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it comes back to the whole um, consistency Hood. side of things. Yeah, which is an absolute sample. And I mean, there has been a lot of talk today. Back I think they like eight-point of... later
1: after a, a referee. A yeah. a beat and the okay. referee
0: wasn't allowed
2: to match. Nine-point for... letter,
0: good. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, instead of living on the land of questions, let's live in the land of certainties at the moment. Nine points clear. We're looking down on them. End of this break, sitting pretty at the top of the table. As I said previously, that matters to help them in the next part of this season, see so if they can claim any <laughs> further the catch us. but I mean, well, I think we're all pretty confident, guys. This is our first ever post-match reaction live. We're going to aim to do this once a month. And I know it doesn't sound much, but there's a lot of scheduling. People have families, personal lives, and jobs. So, once a month of us in the sales podcast, giving them all about VAR referees, and hopefully that doesn't take up too much of the shows in the coming future and it gets sorted out, but we probably can't see that happening as of honest, but have you
2: enjoyed this one? <laughs> Superb. Probably, Loved mate. it, mate.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm, glad. Love it, I, I'm really pleased to see a lot of the regulars in the uh, comments. Yeah. Because it's no easy to... I know myself, like, if, if I'm on the podcast, I'm obviously there. But if I'm not on the podcast, <laughs> it's no easy for me to watch it live as much as I would like to because you've got other commitments. These guys, I don't know any about their personal life, but they're, they're, <laughs> they're there and they're always there. I love 100%. And Michael McDonald is <laughs> all right, asking
0: the most, important, the most important question What is the end of the sales plan for the next few weeks? Well, as we know, this stupid World Cup is taking over at the moment for a month. We'll be going back into the rewind side of things. We've got one organiser Monday with Anthony, a Champions League rewind. I think it's 06 07. I believe it's one of them years anyway. We'll be looking back and at the teams we played and all that type of stuff. And then go into it a bit deeper the worst eleven, the best eleven, and maybe an Ange Postacogli versus Brendan Rogers team to see what we think would be the outcome. But yeah, we've got a lot of things planned. We're looking forward to it. And we'll, we'll be on our usual slots regardless anyway, Monday and a Friday live at 8pm on YouTube. But until Monday for the End of sales Rewind with Anthony done. stay well and keep safe. Heel, heel.